Hey there, friends and family. It's been a little while since I've done the regular blog posts with the audio companion and video component, but I'm going to try to get back on doing those a little more regularly. I've been working on some other larger projects for a little while, and I've built up some different topics that I've written about, so hopefully we'll be rolling a lot of these out here real soon. Today, I'm going to read something that I wrote and then discuss a little bit at the end. So, today's entry is, What We Choose to Ignore. We ignore so many things. It's hard. To some extent, we have to. There's just too much. There's so much information. Our lives are so busy. There are so many challenges and injustices in the world. And we all have our own struggles. There's no way we can give our full, undivided attention to each issue. We would drive ourselves crazy if we became emotionally invested in every tragic news story, if we allowed ourselves to be overwhelmed by every responsibility of our daily lives. So, we ignore things. The challenge is knowing what to ignore. We turn a blind eye to sweeping global tragedies and personal shortcomings. We block things out and pretend they aren't real. We seek the comfort of ignorance. That's a painful realization and a heartbreaking reality. It's not that we necessarily want to ignore so many things. It's just hard to know where to place our focus. I consider this a lot. I often recall two statistics I believe I've quoted before. The stats were taken from Justin Wren's TED Talk in 2016. The first statistic is that 5,000 children under the age of 5 die every day from waterborne illnesses. The other statistic is that in the world today, there are an estimated 27 million people living in slavery. That doesn't make sense to me. When I come across statistics like that, I try to empathize to the degree I am capable. I think of my own children dying simply because they didn't have clean drinking water or what it might feel like to wake up as someone else's property. Really, I'm not equipped to even fathom such tragedies. I don't have the experience or the perspective to really grasp those notions. Plus, ruminating on these horrors can be overwhelming. I have to ignore these realities, at least to a point, in order to make it through the day. I have bills to pay and mouths to feed and laundry to fold and work to do. If I set my full attention on all the atrocities of the world, I wouldn't have time for anything else. It's sad, but there are just too many battles. I can't fight them all, and it's hard to know which fight to pick. I think about those children dying, but I also have students in my own classroom who need my attention. I have my own children, too, and my first responsibility is to them. That is the real conundrum. It's hard to know where to draw the line between focusing on our own lives and the lives of others, on the local and the global, on the things we can control and the things we can't. I don't have a great answer either. I really don't know. 
In our contemporary Western society, it's so easy to ignore things. It's easy to become detached. I go to the grocery store and buy food I didn't grow, I didn't raise, I didn't kill. I put a garbage bag out by the street every Wednesday morning and it's carried away. I don't have to see where it goes. I don't know who made my phone or my shoes. I don't know their stories or their working conditions. There are just so many things in our lives that are out of sight and out of mind. It's just so easy to set things aside. We get caught up in our own lives and still we ignore things. We know we should establish some healthier habits, but we drink soda and sit on the couch. We realize we should start that project now, but we put it off until tomorrow. We neglect our dreams, our relationships, and our lives because facing those things can be painful. The road to change is long and arduous. That is true of society and of ourselves. We can't snap our fingers and feed the hungry or nurture the sick. We can't undo years of unhealthy habits with one workout. Broken fences take mending, and it's hard to rebuild bridges we've burned. Plus, we just can't do it all. We have to ignore some things. I don't have any great advice on what we should ignore. That's going to be different for every person. And I'm not interested in standing on a soapbox and telling other people what they should believe or where they should place their focus. There's enough of that in the world already. And I try to remember that each of us has our own cross to bear. All I know is what I try to do to keep myself sane in this complicated world. I try to ignore things that don't add value to my life or help me add value to the lives of others. I don't spend much time scrolling through social media or even carrying around my cell phone. I honestly miss a lot of news stories. I don't make much time for complaining or gossip. I ignore a lot of stuff, but by choosing to ignore things that don't feed my own growth, I have more time to focus on things I find more personally significant. There's still a lot. There are many things out of my direct control. I don't know the best way to serve those around me and better myself and positively impact society. So, I just try to do what I can with what I've got for whatever time I have. I figure that's the best any of us can do. I can't solve every injustice in the world, but I can donate to a few charities and try to do my part at home. I won't be able to save all the struggling students who walk through my classroom door, but I can offer each one my support. I'll never be a perfect parent, but I can unconditionally love my children. None of us will win every fight, but... We all bring something different to the table. Maybe I can write a few encouraging lines. Maybe someone else can sing a hopeful song. Maybe we can just offer up a fond embrace or a kind word. Maybe we can take one small step in the right direction. And maybe that's enough. Maybe that's all there is. If we all just do the best we can with what we've got, 
For whatever time we have, things will get better. We'll get better. And maybe we'll have less to ignore. So that's the end of that post. And the text will be up on my website in the regular blog area. But I figured I'd just talk a little bit about it afterwards for the audio and the video. That's something I was thinking about. And I think it really started with the two statistics I mentioned from Justin Wren's TED Talk, which I highly recommend if you've never seen it. Justin Wren is a mixed martial artist who uh, digs wells and does food, water, and land initiatives for specifically for the pygmy people in Africa. And he's an amazing person. And just those two statistics were unbelievable to me that 5,000 children under the age of five, younger than my children, die every day in our modern world because they don't have clean water to drink. And the other being that 27 million people estimated wake up every day as someone else's slave. That seems unreal. That seems like things that shouldn't exist in our contemporary society. And that really got me thinking about a lot of things like that, about how there's so many tragedies in the world and how it's so easy for me to lose perspective sometimes and to maybe be upset about things in my own life. But when I compare them to some of the other horrors and tragedies that other people are facing, they seem so insignificant. And I I feel guilty for feeling bad about any challenge that I've faced. And I want to help. I There is a part of me that desperately wants to help with all of those situations, with the water initiatives for people and to... I'd like to be able to get people out of slavery and all of those sorts of things. And it can be a bit overwhelming. And that's what I was feeling when I wrote that was there's just so many battles. There's so many things. And I can start spiraling with those things a little bit where so much of what I do day to day maybe feels insignificant because there are all of these tragedies and I take so many things for granted. And then there is this difficult realization that I'm not able to put all of my focus on all of these things because I do have to focus on the students in my classroom and I have to focus on my kids. And there are the little day-to-day tasks and chores I have to accomplish. So it really was just a struggle with that idea of how do I come to terms with that? How do I come to terms with the fact that I'm not able to help every situation? And for me, I just boiled it down to that idea of, all right, I'm not going to be able to fix everything, but... Maybe I can just do 
whatever I have, whatever gift I have to give, whatever small amount of money I can maybe donate to charity, whatever it might be, I can just do whatever is in my ability so I can do what I can with what I've got for whatever time I have. And that's not perfect. I'm always re-evaluating and thinking what I can do better and do more. But if everybody did that, if everybody tried to, if we all just tried to give our, give our best with what we've got, if we all are able to do some little piece of good, things will change and things will get better. And it's still tragic for those people that we're not able to save. But if we're all doing what we can with what we've got for whatever time we have, things will get better. Thanks for checking out the blog or the audio or the video or however you're checking this out. I appreciate it and we'll have a lot more coming your way. Much love.